before we start the podcast, make sure to share this with anybody that you think can benefit from hearing this amazing wisdom. This is Wisdom for Teens. I'm your host, Alex Renko. My guest today is Sabrina Cardon, 10X Kid, supporter of the Grant Cardon Foundation, and current Miss Teen Florida International. Yes. Welcome, Sabrina, to the podcast. Thank you, Sasha. It's a pleasure having you here. Sabrina, I know you're a 10X Kid, right? Yes. You're part of the 10X Kids movement. Yeah, I'm a co-founder. Sabrina, could you explain what the 10X mindset is and what it means to Yeah, the 10X mindset is doing things 10 times more than you originally had your goal set as. So if your goal is to make $100, then you set your goal as $1,000 because that's 10 times that. And so even if you don't reach $1,000, you're going to reach more than $100. The 10X movement also means you're sometimes going to have to work 10 times harder and the payoff will be 10 times more than originally expected. Sabrina, how can kids implement the 10x mindset in their life? You know, 10x kids means really just being an extraordinary kid, right? And doing more than most kids are thought of to do. You know, you have things that you can do to help your parents, and you have things that you kind of have to do to help your parents. You know, you have to create a nice environment for your parents. Because my parents, for instance, my parents are working on building an empire. And they explained to me from a very young age that you have to create a nice environment for them when they come home because they're tired because of work. So being a 10x kid doesn't mean doing the things that you already have to do. It means doing the things that you don't have to do. You know, cleaning the dishes, helping your mom, helping your dad, making them feel happy, making them feel loved. And it means going out and doing the things that you want to do too and doing amazing in school and just, you know, being a 10x kid and preparing yourself for an amazing future. Do you think for teenagers, how can they make it that they enjoy doing all the tasks and helping their parents. Yeah, you know, I think that productivity is the basis for morale. I think as long as you're producing something, as long as you are creating something, that you're gonna be happy. For me, I'm happiest when I work, actually. I am the most unhappy when I'm bored and I'm not doing something. Boredom is one of the worst things that can ever happen to me in my life. So when I'm going out and I'm doing things and I'm achieving my goals and you know I'm even working, I'm painting the house, I'm painting a wall in the lawn, you know, I'm watering the plants. It makes me happy to be able to help my parents. It help, makes me happy to be able to contribute to this world. Yeah, being a helper to your parents, do you feel like it's sometimes tiring for you and do you get like exhausted from it or do you always feel energized whenever you're doing it? I can understand where that comes from. I think when you get tired is when you don't have that commitment there. When you commit to something, when you decide that you're going to do something and you go all the way, you don't get tired because you have this thrust moving you forward that can't stop. So, for example, how do you commit in a day-to-day life in your life? That's a good question. You know, when you decide to do something, you can do something. You can half it. You can half do something. You can drink half the bottle of water. Or you can drink the full bottle of water. You can get hydrated. Or you can do half a workout. You know, you can do a little light jog and, oh, I'm going to turn around. Or you can do like an actual workout. You know, get in good shape and be healthy. Or you can half eat good food. You know, you can eat food the entire day and then at nighttime, the chocolate just looks too good, you know? Um, so when you commit to something, you have to do it all the way. Committing is making no room for anything else. And that doesn't mean that you don't have time to relax. It doesn't mean you don't have time to sleep. It doesn't mean you don't have time to eat. It means that you're going to be focused on that goal. It means you're going to achieve that goal with everything that you have. Yeah, so that's awesome. For example, okay, going to the food section, right? How do you commit to eating healthy? Because a lot of kids are right now, like, they go to the convenience store, eat the junk food there. But how can they transition into eating 
and nourishing their body whenever they eat. Yeah. They commit to it. I mean, you have to commit to it, first of all, but it also has to be important to you. And I feel like the thing is that to most kids, eating healthy is not important because they don't, maybe they don't understand the importance of eating healthy. You know, it's really important to eat healthy because you need to give nutrients to your body. Because it's kind of like putting gas in a car. If you put the wrong kind of gas, your car's not going to work. So you need to put the right kind of fuel in your fuel tank so that you can go and you can achieve your goals and you can have like wins and you can help your parents. And also eating bad makes me really upset. When I eat like a bunch of sugar and a bunch of like pasta, and pasta's not bad by any means, pasta's amazing. But when I eat a bunch of sugar, a bunch of pasta, and that's all I'm eating, no protein, no vegetables, I actually get really upset with people in my life, with um, people in my space. I get upset with the things in my space. So it, for me, it's really important to stay healthy because then I can have a better attitude toward life, which is really important. What if teenagers like don't care? They're like, it's fine. Today I'll eat a cake, right? And everybody in their surrounding is also eating the cake. So yeah. they can't really like have visual examples of a healthy person. Can they still transition and how can they transition? Yeah, for sure they can. I also believe in like balance a little bit. You know, it's okay to eat a cake every once in a while as long as you don't eat cake every day. Um, but like for a teenager like you or me, um, who is constantly surrounded by people who don't eat that well and people who don't believe in eating well, it would be kind of hard to transition, right? You don't know why, why would you eat healthy? Um, so really it's just important to get educated, you know, to learn about these, this kind of stuff. If it's important to you, like, then you have to commit to it. You have to follow it through. And, you know, you got to do what's important to you, what's true for you. Could you explain about the 10X Kids, how it works, and how teenagers can use it? Yeah. So 10X Kids, we make videos about, you know, ways that you can enhance your life. And we're actually doing a new thing where we're going to take over 9,000 video segments from Cardin University. And we're going to get kids' viewpoints on them. It's going to be by kids for kids, so that kids can learn from somebody who looks like them. Because I mean, I know, like when I when I used to go to school, some old lady is teaching us about something that we don't really care about. I learned more from my peers when I was in school, and still do learn more from my peers than I do adults. So we're going to give kids this information from a peer standpoint, from a kid's standpoint, from a friend standpoint. Yeah, we're really excited. Sabrina, I have a random question. So you spoke in front of thirty-four thousand people, right? Yes. How was that? Okay, so at the young age of nine, I spoke on a stage of 34,000 people. And it was scary, and it always is scary, because I speak in front of large amounts of people every year. But once you get up on that stage, and once you actually start talking to people, you realize it's more like you're talking to one collective person, and less like you're talking to thousands of people. So it's always scary. It's scary walking up. You know, you feel that blood in your in your veins, you feel your heart pumping really fast. But when you go up on stage and you start talking to these people, you realize that you're spreading a really important message that people need and that people want to have. And so it becomes less scary and it becomes more important. So do you have a similar mindset when you talk to people like in the street, I imagine they just come up to you or just like speak in a group of friends or like adults? Uh, yeah, I, as someone who's been homeschooled most of my life, I definitely feel more comfortable talking to adults than I do talking to kids. You know, in the street, there's also that, like, you know, there's that feeling of, like, I need to be safe as well. I mean, you can always, like, talking to strangers is a good thing. I always say, like, you know, talk to strangers. I definitely have the same mindset. Talking to people in the street, talking to people um, in 
mass audiences, talking to people one-on-one -on -one like we're doing right now, Alex, it, it's all really important and you get to spread this really important message. It's almost, it's a privilege. Really. And for example, getting communities together and building friend groups, how do you do that? Well, I am someone who has built a large social media platform and most of the world has social media. So I continue to use my social media to leverage the followers that I have and get people together because social media is something that almost everyone can relate to. Kids, adults, most kids in the world are on social media. So I use my social media, you know, to bring a good message to people. And creating a community. Exactly, creating a community. The tax community. As kids, do you think in this time, right, if, if you're interested in self-development, if you're interested in creating a better version of yourself, always learning, and like adopting new skills, do you think as teenagers, how can we surround ourselves with similar like-minded people? Since like if you go on the street, right, yeah. public school kids, they aren't really interested in that. Right now, most kids are smoking while we're talking, and that's reality. Yeah, yeah that's true. What do you think about that's it? True. Um, you know, if you want to surround yourself by the people, like-minded individuals, people who you can learn from, you have to get in those kind of environments where people actually want to get better and people are attempting, are always trying to develop themselves even further, to, to learn more skills. And even further than that, you have to be that. Before you can have that, you have to be it. You have to be who you want to surround yourself with because those people are going to surround themselves with you. How could you become that type of person? How can you be it? Do you learn from the virtual mentors online and then attracts like-minded people in the real world? How will that process be? That's one way you could do it, you know, just studying who you want to be. The Elon Musks of the world, you know, the Jeff Bezos, those people who you want to be, the presidents, the people who are extremely successful, who you want to be like. You have to study those people. You don't want to study the rich guy in your town, in your little tiny town. You know, you have to go out and you have to, you have to actually learn from those people who have made it and have been successful. And when you're doing that, you aren't making an attempt to make yourself successful. And as long as you continue creating, you, you do these podcasts all the time, right, Alex? So if you, this is one way that you can be that. You're creating that for you every day of your life. You edit these podcasts, you know, you create them, you get people to be on them. So when you do that, you're creating what you wanna be. Yeah, okay, Sabrina, I would like to get your view since I know you don't consume a lot of information, what is your view on information consumption in the virtual world? The wrong type of information. Yes. Um, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff on social media, as I'm sure most of anyone who's listening to this knows. Um, it's also kind of like a hole, a black hole, that you can just kind of get lost in and never come out of. Um, there's a lot of strange stuff. There's a lot of people being things that you don't want to be. So if you're being those people that you don't want to be, if you're learning from people who you don't want to be, you're going to become that. You're going to take on those personality traits that you don't really like. When I do that, when I'm on social media, it doesn't make me feel good. It kind of gives me a headache, to be honest. It's up to you what you're going to do with your social media. You can leverage it to learn from it, or you can just watch garbage on it, you know? Sabrina, a very interesting thing. So, you know, probably I told you the story. I went to a friend's house that I knew him when we were really young. And I came to him, and I'm like, hey, what do you do all day? He's like, well, I wake up, I play some video games, I eat, play video games, lunch, video games. Basically, his all the segments of his life are, are video games. I'm like, you have YouTube, such a powerful platform. Yeah. You have a phone, you can access so much different information. He's like, here, look at my social media. And then 
all I saw was these videos of these challenges, like this slime, like video game uh, reviews. So his entire feed was based on consumption in the way that it doesn't get you anywhere. So this guy had zero access to the self-improvement world and the leveling up environment. Yeah. So how can someone even find that environment at the beginning? Since if he opens his page and there's nothing about it, there's no information to access that. Yeah. On those pages, I think they suggest things that that you will like. So if you like search up self-development people, if you start to try and learn about them, they're going to start showing up through all the video games. So it's not just like all that stuff. I mean, hobbies are great and I like video games, but they're not great to do all day long. And it's just, it's not good for you. (laughs) So when you have an opportunity to use such a big platform, such as Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, I mean, Facebook, it's not, it's not Gen Z, you know, um, but you have this opportunity to use such powerful platforms to reach powerful people. I feel like it should be utilized. And, you know, it's okay to like video games. And it's okay to play video games. As long as that's not what you're doing all day long. And it's, and there's, you know, so that balance. And you get to learn as well as have fun. Yeah. So through having mentors, right? For example, could you name some of your biggest mentors that you learned from and that help you have a positive mindset? Yeah, well, you know. My dad is Grant Cardone. He's written many best-selling books. He owns $5 billion in real estate. You know, he's very successful, and he's someone that I get to surround myself almost all the time with and get to learn from. Everything he does is something that I want to learn about because he is successful, and he's made it successful. And I want to do that, especially when I get a little bit older. I want to be able to be successful and create a lot of wealth so that I can help people. I can help my charity so that I can support my family when they get old because they will get old one day, you know, and so that I, I can help people and I can reach millions of people all across the planet and lift them up so that we can live in a better world and create a better world. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, a lot of teenagers are in the consumption stage, don't have access to such people. And okay, they listen to this podcast. Now they know about Grant Cardone. They start listening to him, getting to know him better. What do you think are vital action steps while you're learning and while you're in the process of developing a better self? Yeah, well, this probably isn't the answer that you're expecting, but it's really vital to clear the words that you don't understand. When you're learning from someone who might be a little bit older than you and might have better vocabulary than you, or even just know a few words that you don't know, it's really important that you understand what those words mean. Because how can you understand a message if you don't know what the word means that I'm saying? I could say, my favorite color is glacious, and I put glacious all over my walls. You don't even know what that is. It means blue. Blue is that, glacious is blue. So when you don't know a word, it's really important that you clear it so that you can understand the message. Yeah. Okay, Sabrina, for example, somebody wants to start moving forward, moving forward with creating something maybe, okay. learning something new. And then they hit the common objection why a lot of teenagers stop developing is kind of their financial status, a big thing. Yeah. For example, maybe some teenagers want to take a course, but it costs a thousand dollars. Yeah. How can a teenager start earning money and working towards creating a financial freedom for themselves? You know, my dad says, he says, If you knew that you could get $1 billion, you would walk over hot coals. So even if 
it seems really difficult, if your goal is high enough, that's part of the 10x thing. If your goal is high enough, you will do almost anything to get to it. If your goal is too low, but it doesn't motivate you, it doesn't give you this drive to reach for it, then you're going to quit on it. You're not going to create that massive level of success with it. So if your goal is like to make $10 and you're like, ah, it's too much work for $10. I can just get my mom to give me $10. Why would you work toward $10? If your goal was $10,000, how hard would you work for that goal, right? How hard would you try to reach that goal? I know as someone who is 13, I can't work yet. You know, I have to be 15 or 16 to work. Um, I can't go and I can't go and get a job at the ice cream shop, but I can still work. You know, I can still babysit. I can make jewelry to sell. I make almost over two grand a year. I have a contract with my dad and I work for him. I create videos for him. I help him. I'm his personal assistant. You know, the, the personal assistant is squared. Um, so you can always do something to help in your community, in your environment. Even if it seems like you can't get a job yet, or even if you can get a job, there's always something that you can do. Yeah. Do you know, like, a lot of teenagers, they love to work towards a goal, but their goals aren't usually a course, uh, a seminar, maybe an asset that can help them expand in different ways. It's usually like a Louis Vuitton hat. Oh, really? Maybe. Really? Yes. Do it's you just have Louis a new controller, a video game, PS5. All those, that is the popular thing right now. Yeah. Nobody's really interested in like buying a seminar. They're like, I can buy so much. Ca- I used to spend hundreds of dollars a month on candy on the convenience store. Really? That is reality. Yeah. $100 a month? Candy like costs like $30. Hundreds. Hundreds. How- I was buying quantity. Quantity increases price. Wow. Do you understand? Like, That's- most teenagers That's- don't even have access, first of all, to how they can improve. And then they won't really spend anything time, money, on trying to develop them. Yeah, well, how can they? what are you doing when you try to develop yourself, right? You're trying to make money so you can help your family. I mean, everyone wants to help their family. I want to help my family. I want to help my family reach a new level of success. You probably want to help your family to create an amazing mindset and go and achieve their goals and travel around the world. Everyone wants to help their family in some way. I mean, unless you're like kind of crazy. But, um, you know, the reason why you do those self-success seminars and self-help seminars when like you try and get better right and you try and make more money is so that you can go and buy those Louis Vuitton hats so that you can you can have that PS5 you always wanted you know so that you can get a new computer or a new phone you know phones they're the new they're the new thing um well they're actually they're actually not that new but everyone wants a phone right everyone wants the new phone the new iPhone 14 so the reason that you do that is so that you can make more money and then you can afford to get those things and it can help you even more so that you can you can level up your success and you can help your family you can have good charities you can help your own iphone you know you can buy big apartment buildings where you can get passive income which is in- income that comes not because you worked but just as an effect of owning something and then you can buy really anything you want and help anyone you want usually they all start at ground zero yes. back to ground zero every time they buy the ps5 right they make the goal sure. the ps5 yeah then they know their current state financially, maybe $100, right? PS5 costs 1000 yeah. So throughout time, they would do different tasks in order to level up financially to that goal. They'll buy it, start playing more video games, and probably they won't even earn money after that unless a new thing comes up, and, they, and now they want it. And they'll start, they'll start back to ground zero. True. How can you like 
reach new levels constantly, like make investments. What what do you think is like good investments you can do? You know, you can invest in your business. If you have a business where you make bracelets, so say Alexia, random name. Alexia has a bracelet company where she makes bracelets and she needs more beads for the bracelets. So she sells the bracelets, she gets money and she goes buys more beads. That's an investment because you're investing back in your business. And it might not seem like it, but a, but a self-development course, some sort of conference, a growth conference, that's also investing back in yourself so that you can make more money and level up. Life, just like a video game, because life is like a game. Life is a game where you get to level up and you get to achieve bigger goals and there are barriers and there are freedoms that you have to overcome. And when you start to realize that life becomes a little bit more fun and work becomes more fun and you get to experience these things that maybe you wouldn't have experienced in an actual video game where you get to help people, you get to make people feel happy, you get to sell your bracelets and achieve that goal that you sold somebody a bracelet. Like sure, it was like a $5 bracelet, but you sold them a bracelet. Like how exciting is that, right? So you get to experience life as a game and achieve your goals. So for example, you start from ground zero, right? Okay, you have zero dollars. Very common situation, majority. You're, yes. You're, you're a base right now. It's a very common situation. You get born, you don't have any money. Yeah, you want, you want to go to the first step. Yes. So these are the rules. You have to get money. You have to keep money. And they have to get to money to multiply. And multiply is really the step where people get stuck. Because most people know how to get money. It's pretty easy to get money. You just have to go do something. You exchange time for money. Then you have to keep it. Some people get stuck here because then they go and they're like, mm, the Louis Vuitton hat looks pretty good, right? So this is where some most people get stuck. And then the multiplying step, if people don't make it past the keep step, the multiplying step is even harder because you have to get your money to grow which means you have to grow your business. It means you have to grow your brand. And that's where some people get stuck and that's where some people get like a little bit bogged. Yeah, I think $100 reasonable, right? First step, how do you get to 100? You have parents or you have a neighbor that they need babysitting. You have a little sister that needs to be babysat. Or you have uh, some sort of kid across the street, a little baby that needs babysitting. You, know, you can earn like $15 an hour doing that. And that's like a pretty, that's a pretty good amount of money for an hour. So you get to, Look after this baby, then you get money. So you work there for, let's say, two hours. You get $30. So that $30 you, you have. Now you get to keep it. So for example, we got to a $100 stage. Okay. Right? We babysat. Maybe we mowed some lawns, raked some leaves. We cleaned. Did like m mini chores, right? Yeah. For your parents. You have 100 bucks. Okay. Next level. Multiply it. We got to get to 1000 oh, yeah. How can we improve it? Okay, so now you go to the store with your $100 bill. Your old Benjamin. And you go and you see, oh look, it's a bracelet making kit. We're going back to the example of bracelets. And it's what? $30, $40, you buy two of them. Because you know, this is your new goal. This is your life goal. This is what you're gonna do for your teenagehood. You're gonna make bracelets, you're gonna sell them, and you're gonna grow your business. So you go, you make the most beautiful bracelet. Then you sell it. And guess what? You got $15 for a bracelet. Five, $15 for a bracelet. Now your money's multiplying. You have more money than you originally started off with. You still have $40 from the 100, right? Because the kits were only 60 bucks, and now you have the extra 15. So now your money is multiplying, it's working for you with the uh, bracelet kits. Now you get other people to give you money in exchange for the time that you spent to make these bracelets, for the, all the countless chores that you did to make one single bracelet. Now you get money, and then you continue that step until you have so much money that you can go buy 50 bracelet making kits. And then you can hire somebody to make bracelets for you. But I think at one stage, they lose the interest. They're like, okay, today I wake up, drag myself out of bed, yeah. 
and now I'm gonna make 20 bracelets, and then the next day. Because I know adults have that determination. They can like, hey, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it with passion, I'm gonna put some music on, I'm gonna make it as maybe cozy environment when I do them, right? I think a lot of teenagers won't be able to commit, won't be able yeah. to commit to such a goal of like waking up every day, making a bracelet, trying to find the custom, right? This is hustling. This is like, yeah, this, this is, is real hustling. life. You wake and up, you it, do it. Yeah. You know, and maybe maybe some teenagers won't be able to do that. Not everyone is going to be successful in their lives and in their goals. But that's always because your goal is not interesting enough for you. Because kids and teenagers have the biggest imaginations of anyone on this planet. They have this amazingly big goal. They have these amazingly big dreams. You know, the eight-year-old that wants to be Michael Jordan when he grows up. He wants to do basketball. You know, the, the people that want to have a business like Tiffany & Co. You know, so... These kids, kids have bigger dreams than adults. And if their goals are not interesting enough for them, then they, they are not going to go do that. They're not going to get up in the morning. Because why wake up in the morning when you can sleep? Sleeping is amazing. But these other bigger dreams are far more amazing. So if you have a big enough goal, a big enough goal to interest you, and it's really hard to have a big enough goal. Because when you hit that goal, you're going to realize that your goal can be 10 times bigger. So when you have a big enough goal to interest you, when you have a big enough goal that it's going to take you out of bed, it's going to put you in the shower and get you to work, that's when you're not going to quit because you have this big goal that you want to reach. It's something you have passion for, life. And, you know, there's also a point of having discipline. I have to do this. This is, this is for me. This is for my family. This is for my people. This is for the rest of the kids on this planet. I am going to go and do this for them. Yeah, that's, that's real commitment right there. Yeah. Before we keep going, Make sure to share this with anybody that can benefit from this amazing wisdom. Well, doing that, right, waking up every morning, still, it takes effort. It takes commitment. It takes yeah. discipline. Like, say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to create this. And they have visions. Most of their visions yeah. are taken away because the, the time they have to have a vision is in the consumption state. Most people don't create. Most people just consume. Most yeah. people day-to-day -day, don't have that dream people around them maybe don't even support them they can easily just crush them down that's something that's also really challenging to overcome the people that don't really want you to succeed because they're happy with where you are and you know it's hard and especially it's not completely real to me because i have a very supportive family a very successful family but i know from other people that i've spoken to it's not the uncles, it's the fathers, it's the mothers. Oh my gosh, sweetie, you're good enough for us. You don't have to do that big thing. And sometimes, look, not all teenagers are going to be successful. Not all of them are going to grow up to be amazingly big, massive entrepreneurs. It's, it's not that many people. It's just a view, it's a percentage of them. But anyone can become that percentage. It's not a closed group. It's not a impossible, you, you don't have to have $4 billion to get into that group. You just need, you need a dream, you need a passion, you need discipline. And I know that teenagers do have discipline. Most of them wake up at six in the morning to get their school outfit on to go to school. Some of them even put makeup on. People have discipline if it's a big enough goal for them. And people will have that commitment if it's a big enough goal for them. You know, it's the gymnastics girl who works for four hours every day to become great at gymnastics. It's, it's that kid who plays soccer every day with his friends because he wants to be a great soccer player. It's those people, those people, those teenagers, they have a dream, they have a goal, and they are working every day to achieve that goal. And anyone can do that. 
you just have to have a big enough dream. Yeah, have you ever seen that thing that says on social media, it says success looks like this. This is what success yeah. is. It's up and down, up and down. Really what success is, is this. This is what success should look like, actually. You know what, just get rid of this. I'm sorry I don't have an actual piece of paper. This is what success should look like. It should look like you're constantly getting better. And I'm not saying that there's not a better day and a worse day, but I'm saying you have to have that drive. It's, you know, motivation. Motivation is oh. something that is completely made up. It's a made up idea that because you feel a certain way, you're gonna do something. And sure, maybe it's real, maybe it's completely real, and some days you feel motivated and some days you wanna do it, but discipline is a hundred times, forget 10 times, a hundred times more important than motivation ever will be. Because motivation is the ups and the downs. Discipline is constant. And discipline, all you have to do to have discipline is do something a few days in a row. And then it's gonna become a habit. It's gonna become something easy to do. You eat breakfast every day. You eat breakfast yeah. every day because it's it's in your schedule. It's just something you do. You don't wake up in the morning and think, I don't think I'm gonna eat breakfast today. It's too much effort. No, you go, you eat breakfast. You make eggs for yourself and then you eat breakfast. It's discipline. It's even sometimes when you don't wanna eat breakfast, you eat breakfast because you have to, because you don't wanna be hungry, right? So it's discipline, it's schedule, it's habits. And it's pretty easy to have all those things. It's vital for you. You have to do homework, right? So you do it. Well, Sabrina, <laughs> what is your, your view on school? How do you think school, yeah, just like give me a general overview right now. You know, the educational system is a little messed up and it's not fun for people. I totally understand that. I'm not like a supporter of school. I'm 13. I don't like school either. But I, just, I still do school. Before I came on this podcast, I was doing school because it's important to do. You know, you have to learn. You have to learn about... I mean, you know, it's mixed emotions. I think that people shouldn't have to go to school for 12 years and then another four years. You know, it's too long to go to school. You should go to school for like five years, learn everything you need in those five years, and then live your life and make your business and learn how to drive. I actually think that the driving limit should be much younger because I'm a very good driver. I know how to drive. I'm a very good driver, and I will be able to drive. But, you know, there's also a liability aspect. But, you know, school, it's, it's important. It's important. Math is important. Math is amazingly important. Um, you know those things that they teach you? Addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. The only thing you really need to know in life is multiplication. You need to know how to grow things. You need to know how to make it multiply. Like bunny rabbits. Like bunnies have like a million babies. And then they multiply, you know? So you need to learn how to make your money grow like a rabbit. That was an awesome example. <laughs> Thank you. Sabrina, any other important aspects from school? Yeah, school is so important. And you start to go to school. Even though... There's an aspect of I personally in my life, I'm on school, right? So I don't go to school. I don't have that whole eight hours a day. I have to be in school, sit at a desk. I get to learn from life. And I think that's really important. So I think that whether you're going to school or you're homeschooled, you should always learn how to learn from life. You should always go outside, look at people doing whatever they're doing, and learn from the environment. Because wherever you are, there's an environment. I, this is my, my bedroom environment. Right? So wherever you are, there's an environment, and wherever you are, you can learn from it. I mean, this is a pretty calm environment. You can't really learn too much from being in a bedroom. But, you know, when you go out and you are able to learn from the environment, it really, it's a game changer. How can you put yourself in different environments to kind of strengthen different aspects? Yeah, you know, I have traveled so much in my life. I have gone all across the world. I've been to 19 countries in one year. So I have had this opportunity to go to different places where amazing monuments are and learn from them. You know, going to New York and seeing the Statue of Liberty, 
that's an amazing experience. You're learning from something that happened in the past. You know, I like history because you get to learn from random things that have happened in the past. And I don't know if they're going to make you, like, not repeat them. That's what they say. That's the reason you have to learn history is because you don't want to repeat them. I mean, a million wars have happened in the past, and we've learned about them, and we still have wars today. But I think it's still really important to learn from history, to understand what has happened in the world, to learn how people interacted with each other, and, you know, be able to use that, to use that knowledge to enhance your everyday life. Awesome. Serena, what do you think is a good way to start learning to love learning? Um, you have to make it fun. You have to make it a game. If learning isn't fun, why would you learn? You want a fun life, right? Everyone wants a fun life. Adults, kids, teenagers, babies, everyone wants a fun life. You have to learn how to make learning fun. And learning is not fun in the school system, for me. I'm, I'm sure it isn't for you either. I'm sure it isn't for most people. Um, so when you're learning stuff, you have to learn how to make it your goal. And you know, that kind of solves itself. Loving to learn sometimes solves itself when you're learning something that you're interested in, that you're learning something that you know is important and that you're learning for something that you have a big enough goal for. So if, back to Alexia. If Alexia is learning how to make bracelets online, she's gonna love that because she has this amazingly big goal to learn how to make bracelets so that she can make a bunch of money and that's gonna kind of drive the fun in the learning. Yeah, she sees, a, she sees a goal. She sees a goal. She sees an outcome, an outcome. That, that can drive her. Exactly. Without an outcome, you won't be able to wake up, take yourself out of bed and be driven to exactly. achieve something, right? Exactly. And the learning process is like a fundamental for you to be able to navigate. Yeah, you have to know how to do stuff. You have to know how to have uh, competence in what you're doing. And people, people are highly critical in today's world of things that are made, foods and stuff. And you have to be confident and competent in the activity that you're doing. And for that, you have to learn how to do it. Nice. Okay, Sabrina, can we move on to a segment, which for today's podcast is going to be called Random Questions from Alex to Sabrina. Yes, let's do it. Perfect. Okay, so basically it'll be like some short statements I'm going to say, and you can give me your immediate thoughts and expand a bit. Okay, perfect. Okay, what is a really powerful realization that you realized in your life as a teenager? I have really successful parents. So for me personally, I know I want to be successful in life. I want to go and achieve my goals. I want to make my success so much bigger than my parents and not in a way that's like pushing them down, but it's not because of greed or because I want to be successful for no random reason. It's because I want to help people on this planet. I want to help all 8 billion people on this planet. And in my lifetime, probably 9 billion people on this planet. I want to help these people who want to be helped. And I want to help people create success. So that's why I want to overshadow my parents. That's why I want to make this amazing success, this amazing life for myself so that I can help other people. Be because people in fear, people who don't have money, people who don't have wealth, people who don't have influence, they can't help people because they're yeah. too worried on themselves. And it's not a bad thing because those people are growing. But when you become super successful, you have an opportunity to actually help people. I want to be the Donald Trump. Donald Trump had an amazingly successful father, but you don't remember him because of how successful he is. So I want to be that successful where I almost overshadow my parents. Um, and I know it's not going to be easy growing up for really successful parents, but that's what I want to do. That's my goal in life. That's my 10x goal. That's what drives me in the morning. Awesome. Serena, what is your greatest accomplishment? I have spoken on stages in front of tens of thousands of people. And when I spoke in front of 12,000 people in Las Vegas, Mandalay Bay, there was a video created. And that video was posted to TikTok where it reached 6 million views. 
That is one of my most proud accomplishments in the entire world because I reached so many people and hopefully I helped some of them. Hopefully some of them learned from what I said. You know, if you reach six million people, maybe not all of them are going to take what you say and run, but some of them will. And some of them will learn from what you said. And some of them will be inspired by what you said. So that's one of my most proud accomplishments. So you see your views, right? Reaching six million people as a gift you gave that so many people were able to open and actually learn from it. And that's awesome that you see getting views on social media in that way. Yeah. So it's like, no, teenagers look at views and they're like, oh, three million. Cool. And they show all their friends. Oh, three million. Cool. Cool. Cool, man. But when you see it as something that you helped you, especially if the content that you created was very powerful in a way, I think that is a really big motivation. Yeah, it motivates you, inspires you. Yeah. How do you rise your self-esteem while remaining humble in the process? I don't like to use the word humble because if you look it up in the dictionary, it actually means a low estimation of one's own importance. Wow. And I don't have a low estimation of my importance because I know I'm important, right? Um, But there's a point of not being super, um, you know, like flaunting everything you have and being rude to everyone. Like, oh, get that for me. (laughs) You know, of being really kind to people and making sure that everyone feels important. And that's something that's really important to me. I want to make people feel important. I want to make people feel happy. You know, you always want to feel gratitude for what you have and hunger for what you don't have. You know, you want to, sometimes it's good almost to not feel grateful for what you have. You know, I feel grateful for everything I have, but I feel excited and enthusiastic to get more. It's really important to have that balance. Obviously not being like, oh my gosh, this is all mine. This is, I have this because of this, this, and this, and I'm never going to lose it. And it's also, I mean, it's important not to do that, right? And it's important to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for this beautiful bed I have, for this beautiful bedroom I have, for the water that I get to drink. Um, and it's also important to be like, I'm excited to go get more. I'm excited to get like something, a castle. I'm excited to buy a castle one day. How did that feeling of hunger and this constant feeling of just, I can create, I can make, when did that arise inside of you? I think I've always had that. Uh, I'm not sure like where it came from, right? Um, but I know that I have this, ever since I was younger, I always knew I wanted to be successful. I always knew I wanted to have an amazing life. I I think I've almost been kind of, you know, ruined with some of the things that I have. And I want to have that things when I grow up. And I want to have it for myself. I don't want it to be my father's. I want it to be mine. You know, I want to have a private plane. I want to have a helicopter, a military-grade helicopter, an amazing helicopter that's so comfortable and beautiful. I want to have these amazing things, luxuries that are provided in normal life that I have gotten to experience living in such an extraordinary environment. Awesome. Since we're both in the teenager stage. Yes. And you, you know a lot about this stage since you're experiencing it right now. Yeah, I'm a teenager. What then, do you believe is the greatest advantage at the current moment? Being a teenager? Yeah. Well, you get to not pay taxes. That's pretty good. Um, but you know, being a teenager, you're in a stage of always learning. So some people grow up and then they stop learning, right? And because they don't have to go to school anymore, they don't have to learn things. They don't get to, they, don't, they don't have to, so they don't. Um, but as a teenager, you kind of have to learn things and you have to experience things. And sometimes it feels like it's terrible to be a teenager. Sometimes I just want to grow up and be able to drive and go wherever I want and live this wonderful life when I'm an adult. But in actuality, 
there is this opportunity where you get to learn. You know, you get to, being a teenager especially, you're growing up. So you start to be more respected by adults and more involved with adults. So when I'm a teenager, right? And as soon as I turned 13, I just, I saw an immediate difference. Like I woke up and I was like, I'm a teenager now. But as a teenager, you get to learn, you get to learn from people. Some people say, I don't want to be the biggest fish because you want to be able to learn from people. And so as a teenager, you're definitely not the biggest fish and you get to learn from people and you get to decide what you want to create when you get older. You, you have this period of time where you get to decide what you're ready to create. It's amazing that you said you don't want to be the biggest fish since when, whenever you get into the teenager state, right, you get this feeling of and around you, everybody's like, I'm cool, I'm, I'm sick, right? They have these labels on each other yeah. that removes the ability to learn and look up at people when you put yourself high. It's like a quote, don't put others on a pedestal because their only choice would be to look down at you. Yeah, I mean, I feel there's definitely like, you don't want to be the smallest fish either, especially with what you're talking about. Teenagers in school trying to be cool. I mean, like, I am not the most successful person to ever exist, right? I mean, that's like Amazon or Elon Musk or something. But I'm not the most wealthy person to walk the planet, but I am surrounded by people who are wealthy. I'm surrounded by people who have created success. I'm surrounded by people who are incredible people, who have big goals and who are achieving them every day. So I'm surrounded by these people that I want to be. And without being the biggest fish, because I'm not the biggest fish, right? I get to learn from these people. Because if you're so big, if you think you're so amazing that you can't learn anything else, then you aren't going to learn anything else. If you don't think you can learn, you won't learn. So you always have the mindset of, I can always learn in any stage of life. Yeah, you can always learn. If we learn every day, you and me, Alex, we learn every day as teenagers. So if we are learning every day something new, then why should we grow up and stop learning? You know, why should we stop making ourselves better? Why should we stop trying to achieve new goals and have new skills? It doesn't make sense, right? So I'm excited to continue learning. I'm excited to grow up and then maybe even be able to learn bigger things that are more important, you know? Exactly. Like right now, in teenage, while you're a teenager, you have the opportunity to learn the fundamentals. You need to pay taxes and yeah. you have time. You have time. And you have access exactly. to the most powerful. You have, you have access to the greatest library in the entire world. Yeah. In your pocket. Nobody grew up in the past generation with such power with such power such affluence of these essential skills for life you know almost nobody we are able to connect from across the continent right now you are in canada canada near new york and i'm on the other side of the planet in california and we're able to connect through this meeting and you know it's an amazing opportunity yeah sabrina who's your greatest supporter i think my family my family has to be one of my greatest supporters um they always are pushing me to do greater. They always want to see me succeed. They don't want to see me fail. They would never want to see me fail. Um, they want me to do well. They want me to achieve a lot. And and they support me 100%. So they're probably my greatest supporters. I appreciate them yeah. so much. So they want to lift you up all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Sabrina, what is the biggest misconception about you? That's a very good question. I'm not sure. What, what do you think it is, Alex? I think how outgoing and genuine you are. Yeah. 
since it's like when you see at first, right? You you look through social media when you're with your dad all the time. It's like you create this illusion of people. I think with everybody on social media, especially if they're successful, you will look at them in such a different way. But when you look at them as people, each individual person as a person and have a personality. And when you get to know them, actually, people are very different in a yeah. good way most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. It's never meet your heroes because, like, they're going to disappoint you. But sometimes your heroes will actually not disappoint you. Do the opposite disappoint you. Um, yeah, you know, I think, I mean, I know that I was looking in on my world as somebody who wasn't a part of my world. I would probably think I was a spoiled brat who doesn't care for the things that she has, is just neglectful for the things that she has. Because I would think, oh my gosh, she's such a, like, oh my god, you know. But I'm not that. I am not a spoiled brat, but I am incredibly thankful for the things that I have. I am incredibly excited for the life that I get to live. And, and I'm really excited and really happy to be able to leverage it to my advantage so that I can have a successful life. You know, everyone wants to have a successful life. And I am so grateful to have been given a head start on it. Wow. Sabrina, I think a big thing is that I think a lot of people know about you is that you smile. Yes. You have a very beautiful smile. Thank you. What is the motor behind your beautiful smile? And what makes you smile every day? Well, there's some muscles in your face that make you smile if you use it. And, um, yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people, especially teenagers, they're like, when they go in the cool phase with their, with their friends, right? I don't see them usually smiling a lot. They're like, they're like, like that, right? Yeah. They like a genuine aspect in themselves, right? Do you see a regular teenager, like, go to a public school, hang out with friends that are given to them in their environment. They have to spend time with them. They kind of make the best of it, but they still can become genuine in that time. Yeah, I think most people smile. Um, most teenagers definitely smile because it's kind of no. necessary to smile or else people are going to think that you're evil. Just imagine if I walked around all day like this. I mean, it's hard to not smile. It's like reflex. Um, but no, I like to smile. I don't, know what, I don't know what causes me to smile. I'm happy, you know? I want people to see that I'm happy. And especially um, with social media, people they don't want to click on something that starts off with like a super ugly face. You're just like not smiling. Yeah. People like to see people who are successful, and there's an aspect of success where people are happy and they're smiling. You know, everyone wants to be happy. Everyone wants to smile, so they want to learn from those people who do. So that's why I smile in my videos. Um, I mean, also it's just like I want to smile. Why not smile, right? Yeah. People like people who smile. I like myself when I smile. And so I think it's just really something that is fun. It's fresh. You know, they say, they say, I heard this once, that it takes as much effort to look upset as it does to smile. So why not smile, right? So I like wow. smiling. I like seeing people who smile. You know, it's, it's just an important thing with social media. Yeah, and in daily life. Exactly. Okay, yeah. Sabrina, I saved the best for last. What is your favorite statement or quote or statement you love to say and you live by? Yeah, um, there's not really a statement that I have currently. Um, I like to like kind of take different statements for whatever's going on in my life right now. There was this one statement. I was having a really hard time with something, and there was this one little like quote that my dad created that really helped me during this time because it was, it was really hard for me. But I would always say the stream beats the rock because that stream, that constant flow, it will always beat the rock. The rock is hard. But the rock, after millions of years of this, will get worn down and will go away. So 
I like to say that this dream beats the rock because it just means commitment, dedication, doing something over and over again when, even when you don't want to. It it creates, it beats that rock, it beats that barrier. Wow, awesome. Thank you. So keep being this dream, keep flowing. Okay, perfect, Sabrina. Okay, great. I am Alex Franco. This is Sabrina Cardone, and thank you for watching Wisdom for Teens today. Sabrina, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Yes, thank you for having today. me. It was a pleasure. That was pretty good.